Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of About IBD. I'm your host, Amber Tresca. I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 1989 and had two-step J-pouch surgery in 1999. This episode is a family episode because I interviewed my eight-year-old daughter and my 10-year-old son. I wanted to understand more about their perception of my IBD as well as what I do for a living and how it all ties together. I was a little surprised at what they said when I asked them some questions. And honestly, I don't think that IBD plays a huge role in their lives. I've kind of ensured that it does not. And that was sort of how it came off, although they do tend to have some concerns. And I think the whole exercise of interviewing them was a good idea because it helped me to better understand what I should be doing as a parent in influencing how they feel about what's going on with me and how direct I need to be about what is happening and in letting them know. I think in the end, this episode is going to give a lot of perspective for parents with IBD and some things to think about in how you discuss IBD with your children. I am absolutely going to change with how I interact with my children based on what they told me during this interview. First up is my eight-year-old daughter on what she thinks about what mommy does for a living and also what she thinks about mommy's IBD. What do you think mommy does while you're at school? Uh, She does her podcast. I do my podcast. Do you think that there's anything else that I do while you're at school? Um... (laughs) Work. Work? What kind of work? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> you have any idea? I, what, what, what tools do I use when I'm working? A microphone to use. And what else? What's this thing here? A computer. It's a computer. And headphones. Yeah. And yourself, because you need to talk. Yeah. What do you think I do when I go away sometimes and I'm away for a couple of days and you're with daddy? I don't know. <laughs> do you think I'm doing work or do you think I'm on vacation? Doing work, because, doing work? because you have to go to, you had to go to places where um, you would help people with what they're doing. That's pretty accurate, I think. When sometimes you talk with me or with daddy about how I'm feeling. What do you think about that? We do think that like you're having a lot of problems and stuff. What kind of problems am I having? Like stomach pains and maybe a couple headaches or something. Mm -hmm. What do you think causes that? Drinking stuff. Drinking stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like coffee or something. <laughs> Drinking coffee. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Mommy drinks too much coffee. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> what do you think Mommy's favorite food is? Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Um, Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> When I talk to you about the surgery that I had in the past, 
what do you think about that surgery that I had? Well, I think that it does take some time for it to heal, and it does hurt. Right. I had it a long time before you were born, though. Do you know that? No. And what do you think about the times when I have a headache or I'm tired or it seems like I have pain? That you're not really feeling well. Right. What do you feel at that time? Upset. Do you think that you want to talk to me about that or you want to talk to Daddy about that? Well, I would talk to you about it because you know a lot about what it feels like. And I've had it sometimes, too. I've had, like, um, uh, let's see. I usually had have side pains and stuff. Sometimes when I run a lot, I get, like, stomach aches and stuff. Mm-hmm. When you have a stomach ache, do you feel like you can do all of the things that you normally do? No, sometimes sometimes I feel like I can't really do this like running or maybe jumping or maybe doing obstacle courses. Mhm. I don't really feel like doing that stuff sometimes. Mhm. Is there ever any time when you want me to do something and I don't do it and you think maybe it's because I don't feel well? Yeah. Yeah? Can you describe a time when that happened? Can you think of a time? No, I can't think of one. Okay. The times when I'm not able to do something that you think I should be doing or that you want me to be doing, do you think that there are other moms that do that sort of thing? And you're concerned that I'm different than other moms? Well, yeah. Because other moms might not have the same problems as you. They might have colds or maybe chicken pox or maybe a couple other stuff. But not the same kind of things that I have problems with. No, but some people could have your stuff. They could. Just imagine, if you were to think of what people would be doing right now, what would you think? I don't know. Probably a lot of people are at work, but it's also the summer, so they might be on vacation, or they might be driving home. Kids might be in camp, or kids might be at home. Or somebody might sneeze right now. If you sneezed into the microphone, it would be really loud. Uh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. What do you think when I say to you that I have a condition that I've had since I was a teenager and that that's why I had to have a lot of surgery and that's why sometimes I don't have the same kind of energy as other moms? Well, I think that's actually kind of sad and also really frustrating because you miss the things that you could do before, but you can't do them anything. can't do them right now. Do you think 
that I don't have the same kind of happy life that other moms have? Well, you do have some things that other moms do, like um, going to work or something like that. And, yeah. Yeah. What about that I'm your Girl Scout troop leader? Um, well, you could be different things. Yeah. Than other moms because everybody's different and everyone always doesn't have to be the same. And some people may not want to be a Girl Scout leader and some people might want to be a Girl Scout leader. Do you ever sometimes worry about me? Yes. How often do you think you worry about me? Like almost every day because I'm worried that you might not be feeling well. Do I tell you if I'm not feeling well? Do I let you know? Or do you wonder? I usually have wonder and a lot of times you don't really tell me that you're not feeling well. Should I tell you? Yeah, because then I would, you know, bring you some soup or something to help you feel better. Aww. Tuck you in bed. <laughs> Tuck me in bed. That's very sweet. Give you a little stuffy to sleep with. Well, what do you think if I told you that I think it's probably not fair of me to expect you to help me and that I want you to be a kid and not to worry too much about what I'm feeling. Well, then I wouldn't really worry about it. No, you wouldn't? No, I wouldn't worry that much, mm -hmm. but I would worry a little bit. Okay. So I should probably let you know if I don't feel good. Should I let you know if I feel okay that day? If I'm like, oh, I feel okay. Or are there days when you think that I'm feeling okay, that we go bowling or... We go to the museum or we go to the aquarium or something? Yeah, well, you could tell me that you're feeling okay and then we could do some stuff. Am I boring you right now? No, I'm just <laughs> yawning. <laughs> Was it a long day? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else that you want to say to me about this? Um, no, not really. No? Okay. Any questions you want to ask me? I do have a question. Okay. Why do you do a podcast and you chose this job? Why, why did you do that? Oh, I love your question. <laughs> such a good one. When I was younger, I went to college and I studied environmental science because I love science. But I was always a good writer. And so after I graduated college and had a few jobs, I figured out that I should probably take my love of writing and my love of science and I should put them together. And that helped me. And then I met people along the way who helped me. And so for a long time and long before you were born, I have been working as a health writer and an editor. Mm. 
And then a little over a year ago, I thought that I wanted to help people in a different way and that not everybody learns in the same way. And so I thought maybe it would be a good idea to use what I already know and put it into a podcast for the people that would prefer to learn about things in that way. And then I started to think to myself, I know a lot of people that are like me who have illnesses, and I also know a lot of people who are in healthcare who take care of people who have illnesses. And these people also have great things to teach. And I thought I could bring people together and I could bring them on my podcast and then everyone could have this information in a different way that they could listen to it. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that was a lot to say though. I know, (laughs) I do talk a lot. Do you have any follow-up questions to that? Um, no, but you can ask me a question if you'd like. What do you think you want to do after you're all finished with school? What would you like to do for a job or a career? I would like to be an artist and paint a beautiful picture. Yeah. And sell it. And sell it. You can paint beautiful pictures and do something else, too. Do you ever think about that? No? No. You sure you don't want to be a pilot? You really like to fly. <laughs> well, I don't like to fly that much. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just my wishful thinking, huh? Well, I really do wish to fly, but... I thought it was skydiving, and I thought I may take some practice on that, but... It's probably real scary. (laughs) Skydiving. (laughs) Interesting. We could talk about that. I've I've never done it, but before I met Daddy, I dated somebody that did skydiving. But again, I was was sick and it wasn't something that I could do, but I could probably do it now. Skydiving? Are you kidding me? You're 40-something years old. All right. I'd like to thank you for being on my podcast. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. Thanks. One of these days, I am going to talk her into being a pilot. I hope. Anyway, next up is my 10 year old son who has quite a different take on what I do and my IBD and his perception of it. Both my kids are extroverts. They both are very well adjusted and get along in a lot of different social situations. And so I really don't have too many concerns about how they're coping with my IBD. And my son in particular put my concerns into perspective for me. What do I do when you are at school? Um, you work as a freelancer? I work as a freelancer. Yes, you do. And what kind of work do I do as a freelancer? Um, 
You write documents that your bosses ask you to to do. What do you think the subject matter is? Um, something about healthcare, like maybe IBD. What does IBD stand for? Internal bowel disease. Close. Inflama- inflammatory inflammatory bowel, disease. bowel disease. Right. So you know my writing has to do with IBD. Yes. And why do I write about IBD? Because you have IBD. Can you expound upon that a little bit? About, like, how is it that I have IBD or what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> and do you know that I had some surgery before you were born? When you were 16? Not when I was 16. When I was 16, they told me I had IBD. Oh. I had surgery when I was 26, right before I married Daddy. Oh. (laughs) I did not know that. (laughs) And so when I go away sometimes for a couple of days here and there, and you're here at home with Daddy, what do you think I'm doing? Um, You're going to a meeting about your article and what... Like all of your colleagues and coworkers. So you don't think I go on vacation? No. And what do you think that my having IBD means for my life? It's difficult. How does my having IBD affect you and your sister? Not too much. Like, if you didn't tell me, I would I would never know. Really? Yeah. You don't think that I'm different than other moms? No, no, no. I mean, except from you being smarter than other moms. <laughs> no, there's nothing else. <laughs> so, you would say that I can do the same things that other moms do? And do you ever worry about me and worry about my health? Um, sometimes. It depends on really the situation. Because usually, I don't worry because I think, I think that you're fine. I think that you usually, I wouldn't know if you had any, like, like that something hurts or not. Because I don't tell you or because I don't act that way? Both. Would you prefer if I told you if something was hurting or bothering me? I don't know. Maybe Maybe if it's like in the middle, it's okay. But if it's like something like kind of tiny, I don't think you should tell me or else I would get really, really worried. I'd be over worrying. Okay. So you want me to use moderation when I'm talking to you about how I feel? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that you want to ask me about either the work that I do or about having IBD? I have one question. How do you handle when people are not, um, are not doing stuff correctly or being mean to you? being really annoying like how do you like stay calm because i would never know how to do that do you mean sort of on social media or 
Do you mean when, for instance, there's like misinformation? Um, social media. Well, I'll tell you this. I have been on the internet for a long time. And I learned long ago to let go of sort of internet fights. So not that I'm going to, not that I'm going to walk away from someone who I think is doing something egregious or extremely incorrect or putting out false information. And I'm not going to walk away from someone who has directly affected me. But I will say that I have learned to pick my battles and that sometimes it is not worth my mental health to engage a person who is just looking to cause trouble or stir something up. So I think that comes with long experience of basically doing what we call not feeding the trolls. I tend to let the trolls be because there's nothing in it for me by feeding them and there's nothing in it for anyone else by my engaging with them and getting upset and giving them airtime on social media that they don't deserve. Honestly, I would think that like, usually me, like if I see two people fighting, if it's, like, over something kind of stupid, then they'll be like, oh, guys, guys, break it up, and they'll be like, okay, okay. But some people will just be fighting over stuff, and they'll lose their minds. They'll just walk away, because, I mean, why? Like, it's, there's, like, um, the people are two pieces of hard bread, and you're a butter knife. You can't, you can't get anywhere. So you might as well just walk away. You know what? I think that's actually a perfect analogy for what goes on sometimes. Sometimes it's just not worth it. That bread is just stale bread. It's never going to be anything other than stale bread. And there's nothing you can do about it. I think maybe that's something that comes with age. Was that your only question for me in regards to my work or what I do or why I sometimes go away for work? Um, my second question is, um, what would you, like, if you weren't able to write what you write, what other genre would you write? Well, I'm really not much of a fiction writer, but it would be fun to write in the science fiction and fantasy genre. I've given it a few tries. It's really not my bag. I'm more of a technical writer. But maybe someday I'll get there. Anything else to add? Um, the only thing I want to add is that you're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. I feel like your mama bringing you up right. Yes, you are. Also, I'm kind of like you. The same things happen to me, and I react to them in 86% the same way. 86, not like 75 or 80 or 60. Solid 86. Um, 
73. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining my podcast. You are welcome. Hey, super listener. Thanks for sticking it out to the end. It wasn't too hard though, right? Listening to an eight-year-old and a 10-year-old. They're so freaking cute. Anyway, you can find me everywhere on the interwebs as about IBD. I hope that you check out my Twitter, my Facebook, my Pinterest, my Instagram. There's lots of great stuff there. In addition, please also check out IBD Moms, where it is myself and crazy Creole mommy, Brooke Abbott. And if you've been a listener of the show, you'll know that she's been a frequent guest. But we've put together a safe space for moms with IBD and for parents of children with IBD. So you can find us all over the interwebs as IBD moms. We're getting this up and going because we want to get parents together and discuss all of the things about parenting that just seem to get lost in the conversation when we talk about IBD. Again, thanks so much. And remember, I want you to know more about IBD. IBD.